Hey, welcome to Let's Stop There. We have one hour to read Jane Bond by V.R. Tapscott. Jane Bond, as you might guess, is just like James Bond in the sense that her last name is Bond, but in every other way, almost not at all like James Bond. She is an adventurer who hangs out with an rogue AI like Kit from Knight Rider, and they search the world for big metal cubes. It's pretty good. So stick around for all of that. Welcome back to Let's Stop There. I'm Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hi, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week we're reading Jane Bond, humorous science fiction by V.R. Tapscott. Uh, a book where I think, in my opinion, for the first time ever, the author's name is funnier than the title. V.R., if you're out there, I hope we do you, we do you proud tonight. How are you guys doing? What's new? This is a hot, we're on a hot streak right now. It's three weeks in a row we've, we've recorded an episode. I feel like I've heard all about you the last three weeks. Is yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah no, right? good. No one's caught the injury bug. That's yeah, right. We're, we're uh-huh. on a, yeah, we are. We're running at like full steam right now for yeah. the first time in a while. Yep. I got an ice maker. That's changed my life. Like uh, a fridge? Yeah. You got a fridge or like you have a no. separate I have, appliance I bought that a makes separate ice? appliance that makes ice. Wow. Filling the ice tray was just too much work. <laughs> it's true, dude. And now How I big ice is it? all the time. Uh, what do you do with it? I put it Make- in water. Okay. Is it, in, right. o- is it in your office? Yeah, well, where is it? It's in the kitchen, where it should be. Okay. What? And the ice, what shape are we working with here? Blocks? It's, crescents? No, no. Crushed? No. Those little hollow yes, tubes? It makes what Whoa. they call in the industry bullet ice <laughs> wow is that what you were looking for when you went on amazon <laughs> i mean it was a nice surprise for sure where'd you get this thing on amazon, amazon. oh yeah mm-hmm. prime today <laughs> yeah i bought I, it when i was uh i just i was drunk and i was you, i well, wanted ice you're like and, i wish i had ice in this alcohol and then i'm mm-hmm. starting out the up with an ad always good well, I'm not I mentioning would... the brand or anything. <laughs> yeah, don't mention them until we get that sweet cash. I'm not Wait, mentioning hold, a brand. Hold your glass up. I want to see these those, uh, these bullets you've worked on. Why don't you, why don't oh, you wow. shake it around a little bit so we can hear the ice clink? Yeah, okay. Couldn't yeah, hear it. It's not fine. to the screen, to the microphone. He but, doesn't know. He doesn't yeah. know. Um, okay, well, that's beautiful looking ice. Looks good. Nice cold glass of water. Yeah. Happy for you. Uh, you. This is what passes for exciting stuff when you're... 35 and have a father i suppose yep i you know honestly i wish i had an ice sometimes i think that sometimes i open up the ice trays and they're out of ice and i'm like god damn it that's exactly that was my last straw dude i went into the fridge and the ice trays were in there empty and i know it wasn't me 
that did that. Not only broadcasting your new ice machine, just throwing your wife under the bus. That could have been anyone. Could have been a guest. Yeah, could have been your 10-month-old son. Uh-huh. Could have been anybody. Well, okay. How big is you? this thing? Yeah, how, is it like bigger than a bread box? Is it loud? It's bigger than a bread box. It's about the same size as a bread maker. Oh, God. It's about the same Damn. size as like an Instant Pot, you know? That's Jesus. pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty big. <laughs> you got a lot of... How much counter space you work with over there? I have a fairly room long for Yeah, I got a fairly long counter. You got room for an ice maker on that thing? Did you yeah. tell your wife you were... Did you make this purchase without any kind of prior approval from Correct. the wife? Correct. But Damn. Then I, but then wow. I told her about it. And I was uh, like, I made a dumb purchase, but you might like it. And you know what? She loves it. Loves it. Uh-huh. How much did this put you put you back? <laughs> yeah, what the, what this set you back, huh? About 90 bucks. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> 90. Sorry. That's absurd. <laughs> well, that I thought that was cheap. You think oh. that's too much. Yeah, yeah that for feels a like thing pretty that makes cheap ice. For, yeah, it's cheap. Come on, you have a you have a thing that you just put water in it. Turns into yeah. ice. Yeah. For, but then, okay, but it's it's more than that though. It stores in a little tray and you got a little scooper and you scoop the ice. Oh, it doesn't oh even dispense it doesn't even dispense it for you? Why would you want it to dispense? <laughs> what? It keeps I thought it. that was the whole thing. No. What the fuck is this? You scoop ice so, into your glass. It's got like an ice scooper. What's the machine part? You basically just bought a small freezer. Well, yeah, but it keeps it keeps for it ice. replenished. Oh, it does. So there's is it always loud? ice. No. How does it keep it replenished? Is it plugged into your water line? No, you just gotta keep filling you it with water. You gotta it? keep refilling it with water. This sounds like a this sounds like a ninety dollar ice cube tray, buddy. What are no, you doing? Dude, no, was... you, if you came over and you saw it, because it and it makes ice so quickly too. It makes ice in seven minutes. <laughs> How seven quickly? minutes? I don't believe that that's possible. It is. I watch. You it put happen. water in, and it makes ice in seven minutes. That's correct. But it doesn't dispense it, and you have to open it up and scoop it out. It's like right. like a it's what I don't see the problem with that. You get you pay for ninety dollars worth of <laughs> technology. Does it have like no. Bluetooth or something? Yeah, does it? No. Yeah. Can, Can you, you do connect it with to your it from phone? Your phone? Yeah. Why would I do that? Is it a smart device? Know. Tell no. it like your phone will beep when ice is ready. I don't need yeah. that. Or like maybe when you're that. when you're twenty minutes from home, seven minutes from home, you're like start start ice. You say I that don't need to Siri. do that because it's all it's always going. It's always wow. has ice ready. <laughs> I don't need to do that because it's, it's always ready. It's always going as long as you refill the water. <laughs> I think you got you got swin- swindled. You got no, it's, a good, oil it's a good dude. product. It's a good product. <laughs> it's a good product. And if you saw it, you'd be like, "Damn, I want one." Honestly, if I had if I had a five hundred foot long kitchen counter, maybe I'd get that. That'd but fit in your little uh, arena of gadgets. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> And he's just surrounded by a bunch of battle bots doing little <laughs> kitchen tricks for him, making ice and flipping burgers. For years, for years, I have been very uh, judicious with the amount of appliances I have. This is like maybe like my third appliance. Your third appliance was a $90 ice maker. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a rice cooker. I've got an instant pot. And now I got a ice maker. All right, well, it doesn't hook up to the water line. So why don't you just you can move it like any room in the house? Yeah, you can take it with you. You can have it right, right there. I, I'm bucks. honestly, you, I'm thinking about you, buying a second one for the, say, for the basement. You get a four pack and have them in every room of the house. <laughs> well, okay. I don't know what to think about all this. Uh, yeah, instead I'll... of instead of having like bows wired in every room, you could have uh, ice ice makers in every Imagine. room. Imagine. Come over That's and try what... my ice. You'll change your tune. <laughs> oh, you'll That's... change it. That's the official slogan of whatever this mystery brand is. Can you make like cucumber ice? Oh, yeah. Can Why you do would that? you do that? 
Why not? A little fun. I don't know. I feel like that would kind of gum up the works. Is there some sort of like <laughs> water filtration system? Like theoretically, you could put any liquid you want in there, right? Could you put it in like chicken broth? If you wanted to, I suppose you could. Okay. Or you can make like little shots with like alcohol. Yeah. I don't think alcohol, alcohol freezes like that. Uh, ah, but you, if you can make little with shots a... with the jello. <laughs> yeah. Do you make jello in there? Because they make jello shots. All right, let's now move that on. I'd, let's keep it pay moving. $90 let's keep it. it moving, fellas. Wow, he's a you shame. Can put, you, can put, you can make little uh, ice milk. You can yeah. make little milk. Oh, my God. Imagine little milk cubes. That could be good. How, how are you guys? That's the big news over here. So and He's just ready to get <laughs> off the topic of his uh, disastrous purchase. Okay, everything's fine over here. I haven't bought any insane Willy Wonka fucking toys that make weird foods for my home uh it's about you, ice Sh- it's not uh, a weird food it's just fucking ice okay i don't you know i don't even use ice what do you do you oh but mr you had, but if you had ice would you use it shane's uh, no i make ice i give ice to the dog i don't use ice personally shane's living, shane's living the european lifestyle no yeah. ice no ice mm-hmm. dog gets what, ice what do you just drink you drink room temp liquids no i drink cold water from the Brita in the fridge. I still got to have some ice in there. I need something yeah. to chew on. I need, no. I need something to, yeah. Because ice water feels like a treat. Regular water well, is just like, it's just water. I don't want <laughs> man, that. Man, you were really deprived of ice, huh? <laughs> ice water like is a treat. a treat, dude. Makes you feel like you're at a restaurant. Wow. <laughs> I put ice in every damn drink I drink. It is good. Milk? Big ice. Well, not, I don't drink milk like that. <laughs> but, you know, you're right. I wouldn't put ice in milk. Or uh, I was gonna say coffee, but I would, and I do. Uh, yeah. Do you drink okay. little sodas in your home with ice in it now? Yeah. What the hell? I drink soda with ice in it. I drink Coke Zeros with ice nearly every day of my life. What the fuck? Yeah. Just something about it. Once you start drink, once you start putting ice in your soda, you can't go back. That's what I think. Because then it just feels. Well, I'm worse. with you now that I got the ice maker. It feels once you if you are used to ice in your drinks and then you drink a drink without ice in it. At least for me, I mean, Shane sounds like he's living the ice free lifestyle. I want a but. silent drink. I don't want any clanking. Oh, I like clanking. It puts on. It's like uh, let's, 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 people, let's people know you're here. Yeah, I'm here and I got a big drink and I'm ready to drink it. Only for cocktails. And you get to the, and you get to the very end and the ice is clanking against your teeth. And it's like all right, it's like a second drink in there. Give it ten minutes and it's more drink. No, I want to live in complete silence. Oh, I want okay. the most silent life. Well, it's, you know, admirable, I suppose. <laughs> so I have a well, podcast. I got big news for you guys. We just spent 10 minutes talking about ice, and it's time to start the show. Oh. <laughs> we should, uh, we should, hey, good. Honestly, it's about time we stuck to one topic for the whole intro. No matter how boring or bad it is, listeners dropping off like flies. But I feel accomplished. All right. We're reading Jane Bond by uh, the venerable VR Tapscott. I'd ask what VR stands for, but it's obviously virtual reality. Tapscott. Okay, Ganesh, do you have a synopsis locked and loaded for us? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this is the synopsis of Jane Bond. Humorous science fiction. I will note, it says in big letters, right on the cover, humorous science fiction. You know what you're getting into. Oh, I thought you were just adding that. No, it's literally, it's part of the title. Okay. Bacon. Chocolate cake, romance, space aliens, days of the week undies, butt stuck full of cactus needles, 
fun PG-rated sci-fi. Yes, Jane has it all. But stuck full of cactus needles sounds like a that's a country song. How'd that one go? Country western song. But stuck full of cactus needles. You're doing that too much of with like a Tennessee or Georgia affect. You gotta do it like a West Texas one. Yeah, uh, I don't. Or I'm not like good the at that. like uh, Bakersfield, California. You know the Bakersfield <laughs> sounds. <laughs> you know what? I'll let you do the Bakersfield accent this time. Jane dug up a spaceship buried for millions of years. All it needed was a little TLC. So now she's running all over the world looking for spaceship parts, falling in and out of love and trying to keep her friends from thinking she's crazy. To make matters worse, the ship that she's recovering is starting to sound a lot more like the Death Star than the Millennium Falcon. When did life get so complicated? Um, What do you mean sounding like? What does that mean? You know, sound is like... What ice does in, like, your cup. The Death Star, talk about living the silent life, didn't make a peep. Millennium Falcon caused a racket. And that Star Wars uh, galaxy, wherever it takes place, it's, Mm -hmm. like, really loud at space. Yeah. There's something fucked up going on over there. So this is a series, the Jane Bond series. There's, like, seven books in it, so we're not going to even scratch the surface of the Jane Bond universe in this episode, but if it's good enough, maybe we'll come back to it. You never know. Could be our next fat vampire. Probably not. All right. You want to read it? You want to get into it? Yep. All right. Don't sound too excited about Jane Bond. It's humorous science fiction, folks. It's coming up. Jane Bond, right around the corner. It's a lot of ice talk. Yeah. It was good. Don't you worry about it. It's a weird purchase. Is it? But I, you know, you're living. I your mean, life. it's a weird purchase if you're someone that doesn't like ice. It's yeah, it's weird for me. That's my bias. But for someone just like Austin, who's utilizing more ice than I, I do. I thought it seemed a like a good purchase, but as the details emerged, it felt more unwieldy. No, but it's I not. I have to see it's it. Now. So it's so easy. I got a big apartment now. I I'd refill it like it sounds twice a week. You use it how much? You refill it twice a week? Yeah, I mean it's the definition of excess. No one needs it, but it was <laughs> the price caught me off guard. I was like, oh, eighty bucks, whatever. Oh, now it's 80? Oh, 90 Ooh. bucks? It was 89 bucks. <laughs> All right. 89? Ooh, that could go either way, but that looks like 90. <laughs> 89.99. Okay. Send me the Amazon link. All right. I'm going to take a look-see. Put a sticker on it. Make it yours, man. I'm going to load up this Amazon link, and there's going to be a big glowing five-star review from Ganesh <laughs> Sarma right at the top. It works. <laughs> now my drinks are cold. Wow, that's a that's a big piece of machinery, dude. And it's got a huge like industrial looking fan oh, on the side. Oh my God. <laughs> you said this is quiet. quiet? It's quiet, okay. dude. Quiet as a church mouse. Two point six pounds per basket. Wow, there's a fucking eighty dollar version that's white, and you bumped up ten bucks for the black version, huh? Uh, I didn't see the white one. Wow, return. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could have got like nineteen fifties seafoam. Wow. Yeah, there's some pretty nice looking. That's yeah, seafoam. That looks is nice. fun. Okay. Damn, they do make one with Wi-Fi. They do? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what's it do? Play Is Netflix. Is that the $146 version? 30 minutes. Yeah. Automatic cleaning. Why do you need this? Ice type. Bullet ice. Bullet ice. Ooh, they got some nugget ice options. Smart ice making. <laughs> Daily ice production, 26 pounds. Can you, it ma- it takes six going minutes through. to make nine bullet shaped ice cubes. Well, that's the perfect amount for my like, glass. Look at this picture. 
That's, wow. a, that's a hefty wow. unit. <laughs> we have the nicest kitchen island in America, and a quarter of it is taken up by this ice machine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Quiet this operation. Fa- Less than 45 decibels. This family's crowded around the cell phone reading the Bible app while their ice It uh, is percolates. quieter than 40 decibels. Could you imagine it was 40 decibels? That would be quite loud, I think. This right? scale is funny. It's in between dishwasher and whisper. It's quieter than my dishwasher. <laughs> <for sure. laughs> That's a, yeah. That's a that's quite a wide range from whisper to dishwasher. All right, the reviews are tepid, but pretty good. <laughs> oh, top review says no issues here. <laughs> that's all you need to hear when you're in the mood for a nice machine. Yeah, that's the green light. I'm sure you saw that review and you were like, "It's go time." I mean, here's the kick. Here's the big one. Top five star review, all caps. Ice, love it. <laughs> all you need to know I do love ice bro <laughs> Kim Reese says it's better than the other three I've purchased good lord lady <laughs> how much ice you need whoa the extended warranty is longer than the other three as well this lady's trouble dude she's returned three other ice makers she she goes the warranty information like the back of her hand alright well good for you and your purchase it's like your second child the ice maker the uh tell me put some googly eyes on it the yeah, the Celon ice maker countertop, nine cubes ready in six minutes, twenty six pounds in twenty four hours. Self cleaning ice machine with ice scoop and basket. Two sizes of bullet ice. He didn't mention the two sizes. I'm only using the large ice, buddy. Oh yeah, he's got magnums in there. <laughs> I mean, if you use small ice, it melts before you finish your drink. That's no he, fun. He's got I a forty four caliber ice cube. <laughs> it it does melt. Yeah. It does melt pretty quickly. But I use a lot of ice per cup. I do too. I pack that shit to the top. I'm a I'm a to the rim ice guy. You guys are crazy, bonkers. Because you know what I like. To do? You chew. I like to get. I, well, I, well, sure, of course, that's a foregone conclusion. But what I like to do is I fill it to the tops, and then I pour in just little bits of drink at a time. So it's like the ice to drink is like way in the favor of ice, because then the drink is really cold. And then you keep pouring it, and the ice doesn't melt. And then by the end, it evens out. Anyway, that's just my ice strategy. Anyway, wow. I thought I'd share it. All right. All right. Let's go. More ice talk. Okay. We're back <laughs> with Jane Bond by vr tapscott this is the first page of jane bond humorous science fiction chapter one page one vr tapscott beneath the perfect <laughs> oh this is in kakadu national park australia oh, present australia we've got some australian listeners out there right shout out to australia chime in if you've been to kakadu national park uh i'm not sure i said it right but and I do apologize. Beneath the perfect azure sky, a sky that seems to stretch on forever, the desert shifts to grassland. In the distance, the first trees of a great forest appear, framing the horizon from edge to edge with a line of green. Swooping closer, there's a stark delineation between the forest and the veldt, a deep cleft that seems a mile wide and a mile deep, but it's probably quite a bit less. Canyon. Ah, a small river runs through it, a slow, lazy river with an abundance of vegetation and wildlife. The calm of this pastoral scene is marred by a rising cloud of smoke and dust. The sound of shouts, screams even, and breaking from the tree line, sprinting away from all this, a lone figure. Is it okay if we do the James Bond theme? Oh, yeah. When the figure comes Bond? out? Yeah. The one where, you know, he turns, he twists on his heel he shoots at the camera and kills the audience yeah can we do that all right thank you engine noises cranking over and finally starting a pair of jeeps burst from the wooded area each is full to the brim with shouting uniformed men waving automatic rifles in the air every now and then one of them letting off a 
fusillade of shots. Wow. Just like your bullet ice. Oh. Sounds like somewhere between a whisper and a dishwasher. They accelerate across the gap between the forest and the cliff edge. They seem upset. The figure comes. <laughs> they seem upset. The militants firing <laughs> off rifles out of their jeeps seem up. They don't seem happy. The figure comes to a stop <laughs> at the edge of a cliff, looks over his shoulder, then jumps to a certain depth hundreds of feet below. The drop had to be at least 400 feet. I couldn't quite see if the green stretch below was trees, moss-covered rocks, or slimy water. Shouts and gunshots behind me and one shriek of a bullet past my head made up my mind. I jumped as I dropped my past life. Okay, it switched perspectives. As I dropped, my past life flittered through my head. Had I remembered to pick up cake frosting at the store? And cat food, damn it. Jandis went through it like it was going out of style, but never seemed to get fat. Speaking of fat, I remembered it was my week to drive the carpool to the gym. I glanced at my watch. happening as she's falling off the cliff? Correct. Oh, she's watching someone fall. No, she jumped off the cliff, yeah, right? She jumped no, off the cliff. But it said he jumped off the cliff. Oh, uh, it said it. It looking over its shoulder. <laughs> A oh. man fell off the jumped off the cliff before. I'm presuming we're Jane Bond right now. But yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Somebody jumped off the cliff before us, and then we jumped off. Oh, okay. Because of these peeved off militants in the in, Jeeps right behind in us. In pursuit. As you're coming after us looks like i was going to be late again the girls were going to be pissed my bubble activated and i grimaced as i hit the algae covered water you got a bubble this was going to be messy (laughs) i'm going to tell you what that ice machine gets ganesha's bubble activated boing can you relax just think about it (laughs) relax i can't it's all i'm thinking about in fact i'm intrigued and i want one for myself come on over here and try my ice brother all right I'll get a mouthful of it. I bobbed back to the surface and braced myself as the bubble dissolved, leaving me standing exactly on the surface of the water. Which, of course, one doesn't stand on the surface of the water. I barely had time to close my mouth and eyes before it's back under a water again, this time without benefit of bubble. She's got like an inherent bubble, like a Smash Brothers character. Is that yeah. what I'm imagining? Okay. Yeah, that's cool. The pool was barely deeper than I was tall. And I hit the bottom with a jarring impact, my head above the surface immediately. I shook my head to clear the water from my hair and squeegeed it from my eyes. Hearing the shouts above, I started a fast crawl across the surface of the water, knifing through algae, reeds, whatever else might be growing here. My skin suit would keep me free of anything that might try to bite or maim me, at least within reason. But that didn't help the slimy feel of debris on my neck and head. Damn it, Kit, why can't I have a helmet? Good question. This kid, is that her cue? Maybe, yeah, probably. I felt the rocks and grainy sand under my hands and jumped to my feet, then began threading my way through the rocks to the cliff wall. I'd done a good job of targeting and could see Kit's ship only about 30 feet away. I aimed for it and began to run. Reaching the relative safety of the ship, I dove through its doors and yelled, Move it! And the ship shivered and began to rise. I glanced at my watch and grinned. I'd make it with time to spare, after all. Home, James! Home! Kit made a peeved sound and said, I wish you wouldn't insist on calling me that. It's demeaning and you're not wet, are you? I told you leather seats are better than cloth. But do you listen to me? Of course I'm wet, Kit. I got dumped into six feet of slimy water. I don't like leather seats. They stick to my legs in the summer. (laughs) Sorry, I agree. This this voice is a a choice. It's kind of what I was expecting for Jane Bond. Yeah. And my legs stick to the leather in the summer. (laughs) Hey, that's the artist's choice. Oh, and it's better to have slime stains on the seat. You got the part, though, right? Didn't Masha drop it on the way down? Got the part. She's running from an audition for a play. Wow. Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Glad to get rid of it. It's pointy. Is it the command module? 
I zipped down my skin suit a bit and tugged a square of metal out of where it was nestled in my cleavage. It was scribed with runes. That's pushing the P on the PG. Hey, now. Yeah, my parents would be cool with this, I'll tell you that much. And I turned it over in my hand, looking at it. I can't run much of a scan on it. It's not really alive beyond the transponder. Once you get it plugged in into the main console, I'll be able to bring it online and see what's what. all appearances, it's the command module and likely a main power source. Well, that accounts for the aura still being active after all this time. Plugged in was this thing, a USB 3. It's not radioactive or anything, right? Jeez, tell me these things. No, it's not radioactive. We were a little more advanced than that. Our tech doesn't leak all over the place and cause meltdowns. Well, not that often, anyhow. And that reminds me, we should go look at the asteroid belt sometime. What? Is this an alien? Mmm, yeah. James Kit? Kit's visible body was invisible, even though that seemed like a contradiction. It was more of a state of mind than a ship. Kit and Kit's bottle projected a field. His bottle? Created the look of a small flyer in this case. Damn, okay. Kit's got a two liter hanging off. (laughs) (laughs) It had two seats with cloth seat covers and a small closet. I'd never reached the bottom of what was in the closet. I got my skin suit and all my equipment out of it, but there was never more than just what I needed inside. I suspected. Damn, it's like Santa's bag. I suspected that Kit simply 3D printed all of it as needed, but he never offered to explain and I never pushed. I find Kit more interesting than Jane Bond so far. But. So Kit, Kit is like that, what's that car in Knight Rider or whatever? Kit. It's called yeah, Kit, yeah. It's that. <laughs> Damn, okay. Makes sense. He was touchy about certain things and I respected his space. Even if he was an annoying computer intelligence who sounded just like Kit, the infamous car driven by Michael Knight. Oh, oh my damned. God. Oh my god. Shame. Have you read this one before? <laughs> yeah, this, these are my night night books. No. Oh boy. Okay. In spite of it being small in size, it was vast in power and made me just a bit nervous to consider what it was I was helping him build. At any rate, the miles sped past, and in just a few minutes, the east coast of the U.S. flew by, and just a few more, we were flying over the northwest. Damn, you're going to run out of uh, Earth. How's this working? Weren't they in Australia? Were they doing a going way out of their way to pass over the northeast or the east coast <laughs> to get to the northwest? What's happening here? It can only fly left. They can only fly like in the direction of time going by. Whoa. Drawback. I don't know. Kit's like, let's take the long way. Long cut. Puts on a podcast. If this was a movie, they should be listening to Shut Up and Drive. Shut Up and Drive or Jesus Take the Wheel. Yeah, that'd be good. We should do that more often. We should come up with the soundtracks of these books. All right. Let's get six, six seconds of shut up and drive. Shut up and drive. Kit's invisible ship landed carefully in an old barn on my property. The barn contained, among other things, my archaeology and treasure hunting equipment. My minivan. Oh, bottle. Yeah. I need to hear more about Kit's bottle. And the rather well-hidden <laughs> stairwell that went down to Kit's room. Once there, I zipped into the bathroom, peeled off the skin suit, and hung it up. Never seemed to wear, age, or get dirty, no matter what messes I'd gotten into. My face and <laughs> hair. What, or what messes I made in it. Waterproof on both sides. Oh, yeah. My face and hair, however, were a different story, streaked with mud and leftover slime. I looked like something that had crawled out of a pit. A quick shower and rub down later, though, I was back to being my usual self. Pale complexion that wound up more covered in freckles and tan. Who's rubbing her down? Kit? With his bottle? Bottle service. Kit's here. Where's <laughs> <laughs> rub down? Are you ready for your rub down? 
Uh, sure, kid. I had flaming red hair I kept short and neat, mostly out of self-defense. The places I and Kit had been in the past couple years were often dirty and dangerous. A slightly grubby black tee and white cut-off short shorts along with white tennies finished off my ensemble. Oh, my, my tennies. Let's stop there. All right, we wow. got the we got the look. We got the vibe. We got the lowdown. She's got Laura Croft vibes. That's what I think. That's what I'm envisioning. Yeah, or like, little, perf- or like perfect dark. Yeah, cool AI or computer ship thing. Yeah, well, I'm into it. All right, that's a good start. You know the lay of the land. Her and Kit against the world, flying the long way from Australia to the northwest of America. So that's where she lives. Seattle, Portland, Vancouver, Canada. You never know. All right, well, you ready to jump ahead? Yeah. And he's already ripping into that jewel. He's done with this section. Let's go. Let's go. Let's jump. We'll be right back with more Jane Bond by VR Tapscott. The first author name I don't even have to think about. I'll remember it for the rest of my life. We're back with VR Tap Scott's Jane Bond. Can you take it away? It's chapter eight. This is this one takes place in Missoula, Montana, apparently in the past. Oh, how far? How far in the past? It just says the past. Ten years, 65 million years, somewhere in between. So Kit and I hopped in for the maiden voyage of the van all the way to Missoula. Woo. Of course, neither one of us really hopped. I skipped and skittered, and Kit was in my backpack, so he kind of just came along for the ride. How do you know it's in the past? Does it say that? It does. Okay. Just says in the past. Yes. All right. He did make good enough happy noises about being able to see where we were going from the camera on my belt, so that seemed to mean something. On the road to Missoula, we went by the potential cache of gold that Kit had marked a few days before. I pulled off to the side, and Kit described where to look. What's Kit's deal? He's just like from the show American Pickers, trying to find junk across America. Is that what that show was? Yeah. You don't watch American Pickers? I thought it was about apples. No. Not even. No, no, no. They go to people's derelict garages and pick out busted signs from the 50s. That's and just, sell it for a thousand bucks. That's like Storage Wars. Uh, Yeah, except they're basically ripping people off. I guess oh, that's also kind of like Storage Wars. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. I liked it. Another thing that I, o- I only watched with my parents. Oh, okay. You're not watching it now, huh? I would watch it now, but no, I don't. I think it's on HBO Max. Maybe it's time I dig in tonight. I can see an escarpment up there. I don't know what that word is. Escapement? Nope. Escarpment. Is it French? Escarmon? No? No. uh, It's a long, steep slope. Wow. VR Tapscott stumping us, the three most literate men in America. Up there, that probably meant some earthquake action at some point in the distant past, and that's where Kit thought it was, at least in general. Same as the previous location, I could see it was going to take some serious walking. I pigeonholed the location, and we took off toward Missoula again. My foot was barely going to make it along a paved road. A steep bank covered with gravel rocks and snakes was out of the question. It was a perfect day. I'd, we'd gotten an early start. The sun had been up for an hour or so. There was still a tinge of dew in the air. That mountain dew. Um, remember, that, last. remember that little monster man on the original mountain dew? Yeah, where'd he go? Bring him back. I guess it's insensitive. To yeah, to who? Mountain men. Yeah, their culture is not your costume. 
bro. People think <laughs> the desert is just dead dry, but the reality of it is most of the plants live more on the dew than they do on the sporadic rain showers. Give me that dew. If you look closely at a cactus, you'll see thousands of tiny hairs. The dew catches in those hairs and runs to the bottom and the plant absorbs it. I thought that was pretty neat. Nature perseveres through anything, I guess. We rolled into Missoula about noon, decided to hit the lunch counter. I hadn't had anything but show two food in a few weeks. What? I don't know. Show two food. It seemed like it would not be a bad idea to find something that doesn't exist there, which on the face of it seemed fairly simple, or so you would think, but not so much. Finally, we settled for fish and chips. Oh, wow. how far? In Missoula? Yeah, I don't know. That, where, where'd that fish come from? <laughs> I know, fish and chips a thousand miles inland seems like it might be asking for trouble. Are yeah, you reading my mind here. He's got answers for everything. But they didn't advertise it as fresh or anything, and you can pretty much put anything <laughs> in a deep fryer and cook it. We've got old rotten fish here <laughs> in Missoula. We kicked back and relaxed and talked about nothing for a while, but finally we had to face it. One of the parks was about six blocks over and three blocks down, and we had no idea how to approach it. We jumped back into 3PO and drove around to get some triangulation. No matter how we looked, though, it seemed to be in the same spot. Maybe under the foundation of the building? Kit didn't seem to think so. The signal was pretty strong, and solid rock seems to cut that a lot. All indications seem to be pointing into an antique store. So I took off See? my backpack and left it in the rig. This American Pickers right here, dude. Uh-uh, they're going to be armed in there, armed and dangerous. So like, I gave you 50 bucks for the contents of your old shed. And they'll be like, that's a deal. And then they'll dig out some $6,000 <laughs> fucking... 800 year old telephone have y'all ever pawned anything before nope how does that work couldn't tell I'm you scared you give them something and they give you money i feel like i'd be scared to pawn anything i feel like you'd get taken for a ride those guys aren't they're not honest businessmen are they <laughs> am i besmirching the, the good professional pawn brokers out there i don't know but you could always just be like hey how much is this worth and they'll be like oh yeah it's like two bucks you're like all right no thanks Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I guess I feel like I'd waste, I'd wasted their time. Do people shop at pawn shops? Yeah, that's another good question. It feels like the only people who go into pawn shops are trying to sell. Who's going there to like buy? I need a, I need a diamond ring. I'm gonna hit up the pawn shop and see what's for sale. Well, I think you go to the pawn shop for like an electric guitar, or and, like yeah, a, and some 1950s rock and roll guys origin story. Sure, that's where they get the, <laughs> their electric guitar from the pawn shop. Yeah, maybe you should go to the pawn shop and see what they got. Probably good deals, right? You would think. But then you got to think everything you're buying was just sold from somebody else's hardship, which is sort of a bummer, right? Let's take my ice maker down to the pawn shop. Seems to <laughs> give me for it. Nothing. You got to pay them. They're like, they'll be like, this doesn't even hook up to the water line. You got to fill this thing up every day. It's twice a week. All right. Twice a week. Twice a week. So let's do the math here. It says it does 26 pounds of ice per day. Is that what it said? And you're filling up twice a week. You're eating pounds and pounds of ice. All right. Something maybe to be concerned about. Your dentist is not going to like this. I'm not it's a like, chewer. I don't chew the ice. What, you suck on it? Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a suckler. <laughs> he's a sucker. He's a sucker. He suckles. Famously suckles. All right. Man, sucking on the bullet cubes. The shot. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry we talked so much about your ice maker this episode, but it's the most interesting thing I've heard in years. Those cubes are fun to try to like, put on your little pinky finger. It's good to stick your tongue in the hole. Yeah. It gets like that's stuck. It like sucks in on your tongue. You know uh, what I'm talking about. You could put yeah. your pinky finger in it, then suck on it. <laughs> I, you, I, I could think of worse things to do. <laughs> uh, like a bugle. Could you imagine a bugle on one hand and a, a bullet ice cube on the other? Now you're that's living large. Surf and turf, buddy. 
that's almost too too decadent. <laughs> <laughs> too much fun. The shop owner probably thought I was <laughs> nuts, but it's not often you see something like this. I went over and bought it. Cost me two bucks. Guaranteed to have a good bulb in it. She put it in a sack and I took it back outside. You, you got it? You have to see this kit. It was cruel, but I started up the van and we drove around a bit until we found a park. Pulled in and we walked over to a picnic table, me with my sack and backpack. I took the item out of the sack and put it on the picnic table. I took Kit's camera off my belt and pointed him toward the item. It's a lamp. It was a lamp. A very ugly lamp. It looked like a six-year-old had taken bits of wire and wrapped it loosely around what was obviously a piece of Kit's ship. The silvery like pipe, pearl. Pipe bomb. Oh, Kit's ship. That's his bottle. Oh, that's what we're looking for, Kit's ship? Oh, he's looking for parts. Okay, I remember this all now. Sorry, I got distracted by the ice stuff. The silvery parts. Yes. The silvery pearl showing through the wire was very obvious, and it was just so incongruous having a 140 million year old piece of alien spaceship encapsulated in pieces of rusty bailing wire. I had to bust out laughing. In the end, I felt bad about having to disassemble it, and it obviously meant something to someone along the way. Why is this character called Jane Bond? This has nothing to do with James Bond? Was that just a bad assumption on our it's part? It's just fun. I guess yeah, it's just fun. I thought, I thought, I thought she's gonna be, be like, like a, a spy. I thought she was gonna be a spy, but she's more she, of just like what part of humorous science fiction indicated she was gonna be a spy? I just well, assumed Jane Bond was James Bond's. You could parody. argue a lot of early James Bond is like science fiction with yeah. like the stakes and the villains. What I'm gathering here is that Kit calls the damn shots. She's basically his assistant. Well, James Bond doesn't call the shots. He reports into somebody else too. Mm. He's a tool. Well, Daniel Craig's kind of uh, <laughs> guy broke out of that, didn't he? He was kind of like, oh yeah, he went on rogue. his own. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen one James Bond movie in my whole life. What the fuck not is wrong with you? Not even Goldeneye. Not even Goldeneye. You've never seen Goldeneye? That was all nope. the rage when we were growing up. Didn't see it. I have seen all the Austin Powers though. Mm. Mm. All right. Not even Casino Royale. Not even that nothing i just kind of assumed like every dad likes james bond my dad doesn't like james bond wow <laughs> well he doesn't dislike it i don't think i've ever ha- heard my dad say the words james bond my dad my has the james bond collector's box set Ooh. Uh, well i would always turn on those james bond marathons oh yeah watch, i love like, a james a couple. bond marathon mm-hmm. you know well, well were you like a born identity guy Jason yeah. Bourne. Me? Yeah. I, I, you know, I have seen the Bourne movies. Yeah. Wow. Most of them. I finally saw the first one in theaters. First one's great. Yeah. Not Bond, though. Not James Bond. You didn't see like Pierce Brosnan Bond when you're at theaters when you were a kid? Just the answer everywhere. The answer ain't changing. You never, Did turned you know? the, never turned the TV on to TNT. Did you play Goldeneye on 64? I did play Goldeneye. Yeah, there you, I never, so I you never, saw you saw it. I saw James Bond. <laughs> Is that it? Wow, that kind of sucks. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. I love James Bond. How about Jane Bond? Kid, how many pieces of your ship are there out there? How, how many do we need to find before we have enough of the puzzle? I don't really know, Jane. There should be a very limited number of modules that actually did the main controlling of the ship. All of those were connected by a communication web. We actually grew between areas. Ugh. What? Yeah, grew him, dude. I need. I What's know more this about pearl that? then? I think it's just like uh, you know, his brain could be this way. Any damage to the ship could be repaired by simply growing new lines and new components around the damaged part. When the damaged part was repaired, those parts would relocate. So in a way, the ship was always in a state of flux. Um, 
Let's stop. Gage's <laughs> brain shutting down after. All right. Well, okay. They're on an adventure to get their shit parts. Well, For some she reason, didn't that was talk a about her skin suit. Yeah, that thing's at the laundromat. Okay. What's wrong with the well, skin suit? I don't know. Just I don't like the word. You don't like the word skin suit, do you? Is it skim? It. Skin. Skim suit. Yeah. Skin. Skim. Skim. Skims. It's the uh, Kim Kardashian's thing. Oh. I thought she was saying skin suit. Yeah, she was. All oh, right. God. You ready to jump? Jump ahead. More skin suit. Can you Google? Can you do the command F skin suit? Okay. I'll take your silence as a big fat no. <laughs> we'll be back with more of Jane Bond by V.R. Tapscott. All right, we're back with more of, of Tapscott's finest, Jane Bond. Chapter 15 in Chillan, Washington, present day. Oh, thank God. I Chill, puttered. Chilland? Chilland. You just added up to here. Can I start? Bullshit. No. All right. Now you can start. I puttered back to the house after leaving the store. I was in no particular hurry to get back, although I did have some vague idea that the cake had to cool before I could frost it. It was still early, though, not even noon, so I should have plenty of time. Chelan is a beautiful little old town. It's been around for over 100 years, actually longer, but it wasn't incorporated until 1902. It's a fairly young town. It's saying. all young out there, mm-hmm. if you can't think about that, it. Can't, can't call that a little old town. Little new town, little teen town. Mm-hmm. Even though it was being used as a sawmill in a center of commerce since the late 1800s. It actually had its own water-driven power generator, which runs to this day. Lake Chelan is one of the deepest in the country at nearly 1,500 feet deep. It's clear and cold even in summer, but it's perfect for taking a dip on those hot days, which I did. I stopped off at the park, stripped off my shorts, my shoes, my t-shirt, my dove My skin suit. The time spent digging and working with Kit and staying up with it at the gym is paid off with a bikini body I'm proud of. I tend to show it off when I can. She hits the gym with Kit, huh? Doing the elliptical. Kit can lift. He can't get, yeah, he does a, he does a mean deadlift. I dried off and sunbathed on the dock until I was warmed up again and then threw on my shirt and shorts and tennies again and drove home. I still feel a thrill of pride when I top the winding road up and see my house. <laughs> hey, I see my house from here. Our house, really, because it's because of Kit that I've been able to maintain this place. I bought the poor dilapidated thing before I met Kit and barely managed to keep it standing on my librarian salary. She was a librarian? I'm learning so much. Whoa. Lakeview properties in this area are sky high, and I just got lucky that a friend of the family decided to sell her place and move somewhere warmer, and she gave me the chance to buy it for less than I could have imagined, which was still more than I could afford, but that's how real estate works, isn't it? There's zero story in any of these words. There's no <laughs> plot whatsoever. It kind of is. It's backstory. It's backstory. Sure. Uh, I do love backstory. They didn't have much property, but after the money started coming in from Kit's contributions, it was no longer a problem. I bought the land behind the house that came with that old barn where I kept What's three kid? people. Hey, Kit's doing like what? Online poker or something? Kit's the A's doing crypto. <laughs> Selling NFTs. I also have a good-sized spaceship refurbishing and manufacturing facility, but that doesn't show. In the interest of keeping everything under a low profile, I've left the house looking like it did when I bought it. But if you look closely, you might notice that the worn old boards on the deck are actually brand new, but carefully distressed to resemble old and dilapidated. 
pattern repeats wow. all around the exterior of the house, including the shingled siding. The only real exception is the roof, which is a really neat substance that looks like wood, but is really ceramic. Wow. If you take a close look at my quaint old uh, Pacific Northwestern home, you may see the uh, massive airplane hanger on the side <laughs> where I uh, manufacture spaceships. Do the Property Brothers <laughs> do this? Do they get new stuff and then make it look old? Uh, now the Property Brothers have a very specific style of new. No. This is a different kind of thing. How are those brothers these days? I, you can, you keep them. up with them. I love the brothers. One of them's getting married to Zoe Dashnell. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, just a brother. It's, just, it's that guy's brother. Yeah. There's a third one. JD. He's a mess. He's what does he do? Mess. He lives in Vegas. He Whoa. lives in Vegas. And they he did his, his house. His house is. It's a nightmare. It's awful. He has terrible taste. It's unbelievable that he's their brother. The two property brothers brothers have, I would say, pretty good taste. Every time they do a house, I'm like, this looks pretty good. JD, the third brother, the older brother, house looks like shit. I mean, it's bar for the course for Vegas, I think. It's a very, oh, yeah. very much a Vegas sensibility. Yeah. Does he have like a lot of like black and hot pink? Yes. A lot of black and red, a lot of hot pink. Oh, not like pinup type Betty Boop type shit, you know. Well, his wife is like that. She's like a pinup lady, which no, you know, hey, if that's your thing, cool. But your house looks ugly. Anyway, yeah, he got the short end of the stick. That property brother, he doesn't even get to be called a property brother. Is he younger? Older? He's a property old, brother's he's brother. He's older, which is even worse. Imagine you have two little pre- precocious twin brothers who become something called the property brothers. Oh, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Explains a lot. It would be so. It would be so shitty. To, like it's one thing to have two annoying little brothers, but then to have them become famous as brothers that you're not a part of. Shameful. You think he asked them for money? Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they bankroll his lifestyle. They asked, I watched them build his damn house on TV. <laughs> yeah, I think he's getting. He's getting a cut. Big, tall Canadian brothers. They're tall. Oh, yeah, they're tall, dude. They're tall. They're like six foot five or something. They're big. What? They're big brothers. I thought they yeah. were little guys. No, oh. that's the other thing. Their older brother JD is probably like five ten. It's Ooh, a, an no. embarrassing life for JD, the third brother. Wow, he's got two little brothers who are. He's like, got two brothers who are tall and handsome and rich and famous, called the Property Brothers. Oof. And he lives in Las Vegas. So. <laughs> I don't know. With that kind of luck, maybe he shouldn't be gambling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Being a nobody and then winning the lottery of having two extremely famous little brothers is pretty good. If you're okay True. with living in their shadow, figuratively and literally, because they are so tall, as I previously <laughs> said. Big boys. I did not read that they were that big. <laughs> if you watch enough, you don't got to read it. You can see it in action. These guys are tree trunks. You think they can uh, post up? Yeah. Oh my God. Of course they can. You think they I got think like a bag? I think they play the paint. I think I got like a heavy bag. You think they're doing James Goy style moves? Yep. Maybe I could see it. One of them's a little more rugged than the other by design as part of their branding. <laughs> <laughs> the one marrying Zoe Dashnell is like, uh, he's the manly man. The other one wears little foppy suits, but you know, he's pretty cool too. <laughs> <laughs> he handles the money. All right. He's the he's real the estate money. brother. He's like the, he's the design, like the style guy. If you were to take, if you were to set up like kind of a promotional photo for them, uh, he would be holding like the contracts and the other one would be holding like a band saw or like a hammer and he's got like a tool belt. Uh huh. And JD would be behind them groveling, begging for money. (laughs) God. Uh, 
Anyway, that's just my latest take on the Property Brothers. Check back in six months and I'll have some more opinions. Inside is a different world. It looks much as the day when I bought it, only much more spacious and clean. The old house had been divided into a home office where the former owner had a business she ran. I had all that torn out. Most of the original had been tongue and groove wood paneling, which I'd refurbished or replaced with items that looked as close as I could to the original. The windows, which face and look out over the lake, are triple pane wood framed windows, which protect <laughs> from so the cold winter. VR. Yada, yada, yada. Bing, bang, bong. What's the, what, any backsplash talk? <laughs> yeah, I would like to know what the. Yeah. How, no how's, backsplash. How's, Okay, all right. Have we, you know, is it open concept? <laughs> uh, no, but the garage extends all the way to the house and means I can walk through a nice, warm, cozy area that even looks like a Florida beach, no matter how cold it is outside. How's the electrical? We do a knob and tube because that's going to be a problem. <laughs> what the hell is knob and tube? You're going to want to get Jonathan in there to replace that, pull it, yank it all out, get modern wiring in there. Knob and tube is a problem. Let's stop there. <laughs> Okay, what that, that section <laughs> section was just her pulling up to her house and describing it all in great detail. That's okay, great. great. I was uh, yeah, that's honestly the most interesting chapter of the book for me. I was really digging the uh, it's like architectural digest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, fine. Hey, Ad, come on in. <laughs> this, this is an episode of Cribs for uh, Jane Bond. Do you watch the Ad tours? It's basically Cribs. Um. No, I should. I like all house stuff. There's a couple cool people in Brooklyn. There's uh, they did Maggie Gyllenhaal's Brooklyn home. Whoa. Uh, Liv Tyler wow, has a Brooklyn I'm home. To, I'm dying to see what Liv Tyler is working with. It's pretty nice. I bet Gwyneth Paltrow did one. Oh, Ben Simmons did a similar type thing for his to, apartment. Is this all people who live in Brooklyn? What is? Oh no, AD is like just celebrities. I like that you keep calling it AD. Uh, for a second, I was like, AD. And I was like, oh, yeah, Architectural Digest. Well, because they're always it. like, hey, AD, come on in. Like, hey, uh, AD, come and see my uh, golden toilet. The fucking guy from Stranger Things has done like two. With David Harbour or yeah. the little kid? Harbour. Oh, wow. His it's first one was on. good. His second one with Lily, whatever. Lily Allen was not so good. Well, word on the street is they're getting divorced. So get ready for a third one. Oh, geez. We're going to get another AD for his bachelor pad. Oh, Kirsten Dunst has a really cool home. I bet. In LA. Well, it's no surprise at all. That sounds exactly like what she'd have. A nice home in LA. I'm into it. Just like the Property Brothers. Beautiful house. Check it out. <laughs> all right. You guys ready? You want to jump ahead? Yeah. The best part about the Property Brothers is that they did like a whole season of their show where they built them one of the brothers' house. And then for every future thing they do, they're like, I want to show you a house that I think really I'd like to, uh, you know, I'd like to build this to kind of, uh, mimic this house that i like and it's always his house he goes back to his house he's like look at this house and they're like yeah this is your house it's really nice we get it uh, anyway all right enough about the property brothers we should do a whole property brothers podcast i'd like to mm-hmm. i gotta watch it first yeah maybe, you, maybe well, not that should, that, that should be the podcast me and ganesh talk about property brothers while you watch it maybe not <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah that's fine idea done no like i don't i won't watch it you guys We'll just talk we'll to you talk. about the Property Brothers while you stare yeah. off into the <laughs> <laughs> Wow, these are some big brothers. I can't I mean, believe uh, they're that big, I swear to God. I would say, yeah, 6'4". It could be the boots, but... They look, they do wear boots. But they're not doing like a Ron DeSantis boot. Not like no, a high no, no, like, no, It's no, like no, a no. man's, like a steel toad. No, you can yeah. tell from their build they are big fellas. Broad-shouldered. 
big heads even they kind of got like big fat heads damn that's cool. pretty cool <laughs> <laughs> all right sorry uh, take two we're jumping ahead now to uh more of uh, jane bond slash property brothers we'll be right back We're back with more of Jane Bond by VR Pat Scott. Chapter 26. Scott, by the way, the last name of the Property Brothers. Just want to throw it out there. They're Scots. They're Scots. They're Scots. Well, there's Drew, Jonathan, and VR Tap. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you, you could put VR Tap in your ice maker. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it doesn't hook up to the water line. You're going to have to use it. Chapter 26. This is in Kakadu National Park, Australia. <laughs> We're back, baby. Pass. Back to Kakadu. Pass. How do you say that in an Australian accent? Kakadu. Kakadu. <laughs> That's pretty Kakadu. good. <laughs> That's the best Australian accent I ever did in my life. I don't know. Yeah. What Kakadu got me in the mood for it. It's like lightning's struck you kid and i were arguing over what to take <laughs> he thought that while fruits and nuts and trail mix were fine for a real car trip this wasn't a real car trip his contention was that the trip itself would only take less than half an hour including finding a parking space which was kind of a joke but not really we're headed for the eastern part of the kakadu national park in australia <laughs> we had looked up the location on google earth and it looks as if our target is in an old church site dating from the late 1800s damn they're too they're beyond google maps they're open up earth <laughs> <laughs> like i gotta get I gotta get where the maps don't go. According to the data we found, the church had been abandoned by 1900, but for an abandoned area, it was certainly buzzing with activity. They'd done a good job of making it look like empty jungle, though, and that had made the two of us suspicious. What were they hiding? I'm assuming it's just a coincidence. There's nothing more than an Australian tribal remnant. What in the world would help explain the ship part being there, though? How could it have gotten all the way from Montana to Australia? I suppose the story must be something of the same sort as the part we found in Tibet, and something hauled home innocently by someone who had been working in Montana. Probably a miner. It's unlikely we'll ever know. Um, miner like a like a yeah. person that's yeah okay all right yeah like I a person it. who works in a mine right not a fifteen year old correct. <laughs> Our kind of sketchy plans involved sneaking in and looking the place over. It might just be a matter of walking in, saying hello, casually picking the device up off the ground where it's been lying for years and walking away with it. That seems unlikely, though. I'll play the innocent tourist and hope it's not anyone that hates tourists. Surely they must get them here from time to time. It's one of the most famous parks in Australia. How'd you find us? We're only on Google Earth. Kid had done his part <laughs> by making me a cute little skin suit that looked more like a one-piece swimsuit. Kit spends all of his downtime manufacturing new adorable skin suits <laughs> for Jane Bond. He'd outdone himself by making it lemon yellow. <laughs> well, that's, now that's a look, dude. Walking around in the lemon yellow skin suit in Kakadu part. At least the lions and tigers and bears can't eat all of me now, just the legs. <laughs> Okay. First funny line of the book. Now that's the famous humor. We're <laughs> there it is. A walking stick, backpack, sturdy hiking boots, and a summer hat later, I was ready to make my way into the old church and see what was there. Kit landed us near the area, but in a place where his sensors told him no humans or large animals were, he reminded me again of the quantity of nasty snakes that might be there. Apparently, Australia has the dubious distinction of having 21 of the 25 most venomous snakes in the world. Still, I think I'd rather have snakes than mountain lions. Wish I had my skin suit back, the one with the legs, though. My handy watch had a compass on it, and of course, what, Kit... Her new skin suit doesn't have legs? What is it? Got like a... What's the bottom of it look like? Oh, nothing. Maybe like a bathing, like, like a like, bathing suit. 
spike shorts or something. Yeah. Oh, or capris. There you have a damn 3D printer. Put the legs on the stick. Yeah, thing, he did Quit, it on purpose, he wants, dude. He's trying he to get a look. He, he wants an eye full of those <laughs> thighs. Trying, trying to catch those ankles. Try to get a look at those gams. Mm-mm-mm, you nasty boy, Kit. Uh, with all that in mind, I began picking my way through the primeval forest, making a fair amount of noise to make sure that the beast had a chance to stay away from me. <laughs> my target was about a mile from where he dropped me. That's Her slowly skin made suit's my way. making that like leather sound. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, no, it's like a windbreaker. Maybe some leather foldy effects in here. Yeah, that's just my lemon-colored skin suit. Adorable. Yada yada yada. Then Kit whispered in my ear, They're here. There are five of them moving toward you. They seem to be trying to be unseen. I suggest you fail to see them until they force it on you. I continued to move towards the old church location, pausing from time to time to look at my map. I'd printed the map off Google <laughs> and marked with a printed off Google Earth. Yeah, bro. Got this, That's got this, so like much a, ink. Just got like a paper mache globe. And marked with a big felt pen the area where the buildings were. <laughs> That's so much ink. <laughs> It is because it's all like tan and blue and green. Kit has got a laser jet printer in there. Yeah, out of his ass. Eh, you never know. The hope was that if it was anyone who cared why I was there, I'd have an explanation. According to the map, I should be very near the location of the original outbuildings. Kit reported that the five who were following me were now ringed around me. None of them seemed to have any weapons. I got out my small rake and started moving the plants away <laughs> from the edge of the brickwork. You like a pocket rake? Kit's really got her loaded up with equipment, a skin suit with no legs and a rake. They're coming in, Kit said, just about the time they broke from the trees. It was five women, all in various drably colored clothes that looked well-worn. Have you come to see the prophet, miss? Oh, that's never good. I jumped, most of it for real, and said, ah, I've seen signs of the remnants of a church here, and I want to study the brickwork to trace it. I don't know any of any prophet. Well... It's all the more important we take you to see him. Perhaps he can tell you about the brick. All right, they're Australian. <laughs> well, <laughs> have you heard the good news of the cockadoo prophet? They all seem to be in accord about <laughs> this, and I had real, no real reason not to be interested in the promise of more information, so I nodded happily and said, yeah, I'd love to meet your prophet. Yeah, sure. You got a profit back there? We set off across the jungle, and the area seemed to get more and more open as the tree cover overhead got even more dense. Once we got to the center of the compound, there were actual buildings that looked to date from the early 20th century, including a church building complete with a steeple. I looked about, astounded. How could something like this be right in the middle of a park in Australia? There were picnic tables set out all over the area, several places in a row nearby. It was quite surreal and somehow looked like a movie set. Very curious, very curious indeed. One of the ladies smiled at me again and said, please enter our church and meet our prophet. I was ushered through the doors and went down the center aisle of what looked like any Baptist church from the 1930s, complete with altar down the front. There was a silver cube about three inches square set in the middle. It glowed and the runes on the side seemed to pulsate. That's there normal. Was, That's his part. Ah, Kit, your part, your part. There was a space at the back of the altar and as I stood there, the voice a voice came out of the space and had a strange quality to, to it as if it were in a large cavern speaking through a hole. It said, Welcome to the Holy Church of Silver Light. Please play break blurp. Please break <laughs> bread with us and be welcome. <laughs> Please, blah, 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 blah. He's blessed you and invited you. He must think well of you. Please come with us. Wow. The prophet likes your little lemon jumpsuit. Yada, yada, yada. Is that a skin suit? They drank some Kool-Aid. Oh, you always want to taste the Kool-Aid when you well, meet the prophet. All right. Do they all have matching sneakers? Yeah, Nike. 
Air Force Ones. Those are pretty cool, dude. Yeah, that's a good little outfit those guys had. <laughs> they look pretty cool. Huh? Can you can you snag those fucking uh? Was it Heaven's Gate? I wonder if they got any. Can I? Are any other Nikes on eBay? Are those for sale? Ooh, those are haunted, dude. You don't want those. Imagine you don't the want ultimate those Nikes. The ultimate sneakerheads. Uh, <laughs> white whale is uh, the, yeah, uh, is my the Heaven's Gate. Gate Nike. Imagine uh, if that was just like a mass-produced Nike shoe at the time. And you were so stoked on getting new shoes and you got those and then you go to school and the news that night before just showing all the Heaven's Gate people. And you Damn, yeah, you, sh- you, sh- you show up rocking the Heaven's Gates ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be embarrassing for sure. I had a lot of explaining to do. Be like, what, you didn't get the Kool-Aid, bro? They all sat back and looked at each other and drank Kool-Aid. I walked away glancing back. I keep expecting them to get up and come after me, but they seem to have lost interest and were concentrating on their food and (laughs) Kool-Aid. Damn, this Kool-Aid's good. I got out of their little compound and started walking back toward where Kit was. Did she grab the part or what? No? Just doing recon? I had been walking about a quarter mile when suddenly an arrow hit me in the back, one in the chest, and two in the ribs. It didn't penetrate or even <laughs> hurt, but after the initial surprise, I started running like a scared rabbit. I heard steps crashing in the jungle around me, and if I hadn't had transportation nearby, I would have been a cooked goose. I found Kit just in time, jumped in the ship, and we took off. We could see nothing at all. Kit, they're worshipping a Cuban metal. Oh, really? I wonder how she pulled that off. Let's stop there. Huh. All right. Then they leave? Yeah. They just leave the cube? Are they coming back for it? They'll come back. All right. And if they don't, they don't. So there you go. There are six more books in the series. Probably a whole mess of cubes out there you got to find. Okay. I feel like this is there's going to be more different adventures. Kit's going to oh. get fixed, right? Kit's going to get fixed. They're going to take him to the vet. All right. Well, we're good then. Let's jump ahead to the last page of Jane Bond by VR Tapscott. We're back. This is Jane Bond, the thrilling conclusion of a woman and some sort of alien robot searching the world for metallic cubes. Ganesh, give us the thrilling ending. This is chapter 34. I heard my phone ringing, but before I could even hardly take a step, Kylie had it. She's tall and willowy with just enough curbs to be perfect. Who the fuck? Where you been, Kylie? She came to the door with my phone in her hand. I'm so sorry, Grandma. I thought it was my phone. It's just someone asking for you. I took the phone and said, this is Jane Bond. How may I help you? Jane. That's a weird way to say it. Jane Bond is grandma. Is that what you said? Yeah. What the? Are we way in the future? What's going on here? The voice at the other end of the phone was as familiar as my own. Hello, Jane. Kids. It's kid. Is that you? It's me, Jane. I'm so glad you answered and that you still know me. It's been so long for you. Damn, what'd we miss? Well, I'm not that ancient yet, Kit. No, I suppose not. Jane, I'd like you to meet someone. Another voice came on the phone. J.D. Scott. Hello. The third brother. Hello, Jane Bond. (laughs) The voice was very familiar, but how could it be? Hello, who is this, please? She laughed. It's Jane Bond. I'm you, or I'm me, or you're me. It's a little confusing. Damn, Uh, we got Jane Bond on the horn with Jane Bond. 
The warm voice I remembered, even though I'd only known it for a single hour, came on the phone then. Hello, Jane, it's Celeste. These two loved the thought of teasing you, but I wanted to put you out of your misery. You remember, of course, that I had to recover the AI system in our ship? Yes. What happened? Well, when I was recovering Kit's personality matrix after the fixes, I found more data that I could account for. And after analyzing it, I found it to be you. So I decided to recover your matrix too. Uh, Jane, remember when I said I was studying your brain? Well, I studied it all right. And I studied it to the point of making a perfect copy of it. Whoa. Wow, that's not disturbing at all, Kit. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Jane's voice came back. Yes, and he's so proud of himself. She laughed. Celeste said, we're leaving the system, Jane. We're outward bound. The three of us should be able to stay completely sane together. So we're planning on finishing our survey to see what's out there. In fact, it's our plan to take the same route we took on the way in. It'll be fascinating to resurvey all the systems now that some 140 million years have passed. I just want to say goodbye, Jane, and one last thank you for all you did for us. For all of us. <laughs> Just want to say thanks. Uh, and thanks, I made another man. you. So long. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Bye bye now. I'll be taking your clone with me deep into outer space. When you look up at the stars at night, you know that three people out there love you and care for you and are probably thinking about you. <laughs> Good night. Good luck. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, you're breaking up. Bye-bye. Can't hear you. We're going through a tunnel. Goodbye, Goodbye Jane. Goodbye, Kit, my friend. May your life be long and prosperous. You hear like the dial tone. He's already he's hung up. He's gone. He's 100 million miles out. Uh, and that is the end of wow. the book. Well, that was a crazy ending. What the okay. fuck? Uh, we missed Damn, some Jane. stuff. We missed, a whole, we missed many years of Jane Bond's life, but that's fine. That was pretty entertaining. I liked it. It was a good time. VR Tap Scott, you've done it. I'd revisit this series down the line, I think, if only to talk, if only to talk more about the Property Brothers. Uh huh. Well, that's it, huh? What do we got? We got anything else to talk about here? Got any any business? Any business to tell you? Voicemails, emails. What's our quarterly report? We, Faxes. We dishing yeah, our, that out. Yeah, is our is our fiscal year over yet? What do we? How do the? What are the numbers looking like? We got to We make a turn a profit. The numbers are good. Too. Yeah, we turned a profit. We turned a we turned a profit. All right. Mm, oh yeah i'm swollen i don't know my bill rate's real high so yeah also i'm still we're overdue on the steak dinner (laughs) this is one of those things where like if you keep talking about it it's just not gonna happen like santa so we won't talk about it for all we won't talk about it for a long time and it will happen is that what you're saying that's what i'm saying dude (laughs) i don't know at this point you're gonna have to add something onto the steak dinner like yeah, like, I'm, rec- uh, I'm collecting interest. We're gonna have to go see like a sh- like something on ice. <laughs> Can I get a steak dinner? We're gonna see Shen Yun or whatever. Yeah, Chinese <laughs> show about how bad communism is or whatever they got going. All right, oh well, that's good. Or like that's Aladdin, good. Aladdin on ice in Aladdin New Jersey. Oh, I would see that. You know where we should go? Um, medieval times. I'd go. That's There's in one New Jersey. In Jersey. Yeah. There's one in Jersey. Everything's in Jersey and Long Island. I think. I'm not going to Long Island. It's too you'd long. Rather, it's scary. You'd rather go to Jersey than Long Island? You yeah. live on Long Island right now. Yeah, I would. I prefer people from New Jersey to people from Long Island. Yeah. Well, same shit. <laughs> yeah. I love them too. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. Well, great. Are we done? Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks to Chris Linquist for our art. Thanks to Morris Reese for our music. Thanks to you for listening. If you like what you heard today, you can give us five extra dollars out of your hard earned money put it in our stake account that we never use uh, and you can get extra episodes <laughs> patreon.com slash let's stop there we got more episodes in the bank 
emphasis on a bank because it costs you money. Like I said, just go subscribe and listen to the episodes. Uh, what else we got? The 567-309-0357. That's our phone number. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail and we will play it on the show. And if required, we'll reply. We'll respond to you with our real voices. If you join the Patreon, you can hang out with us on Discord, request books, mock us relentlessly to our faces. And we can't say anything because you're a paying customer. Leave us a review, rate and review, five stars, five stars only. If you want to give us less than five stars, well, that's, uh, wow, Shane just put a filter on his face with a skeleton face. That means it's time to wrap it up. The end. Goodbye. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Shane's a dinosaur now. <laughs> wow, it's, it's reacting to your laugh. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>